Good morning. I am Ronaldo McKenzie. Welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. It is 1.42 a.m. on a Monday morning. It is Monday, March 28th. Monday, March 28th. And um, I am here in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. But um, actually, I don't believe I'm in Philadelphia. I am somewhere else. And um, But today I have a brand new show for you. A brand new episode, which... We're going to be adding to the neoliberal round as a as a regular feature. Over the past weeks and months, and the recordings that we have done, you have heard, you've been hearing from me, and uh, and sometimes I also have one or two other guests. We had Ricardo McKenzie, my twin brother, who was a guest when we talk about relationship and that was part one we have we still have a part two of that episode still to come and um of course we had uh, maurice smith who is a uh case management specialist and uh and has been on the show he's also a member of Phi beta sigma fraternity and he participated on the show helped helping us to distill some of the some of the concepts that we are putting forward here and um and of course we had another guest on the show who talked about regenerative agriculture and of course i can't remember her name but uh but it was a random conversation i had with someone i had encountered on the street and we we had a conversation and i came to understand that she actually works in latin america uh, with the government in latin with several different countries in latin america uh, empowering those people and working with the people of latin america to to develop a new kind of strategy a new kind of method and it's regenerative agriculture and that's on one of the episodes and regenerative agriculture is quite interesting especially for today when countries are still trying to develop some le- some amount of independence in terms of their ability to be able to sh- to provide for the livelihood of the peoples within their countries and many many developing countries and countries of the global south and not just developing countries but peoples many vulnerable peoples all over the world even in post-industrial countries and developing countries have peoples who are left behind and who experience poverty who experience lack and and also when we start to explore ways in which we can support and aid these people and not just explore the ways, but actually act upon them and provide mechanisms that prevent the, the aid that is needed to actually get to these people. Because more often than not, we see where programs are developed that is aimed at alleviating poverty and helping to, to improve the distributional equity in society more often than not what happens is that there is always a report after the program that the people who were supposed to get get the benefit did not get it and we go, and we are back to square one Let's say for example the, the the stimulus that was given out the third one of stimulus that was given out was was there was a package for small businesses and president biden had signed the the uh, stimulus into law but part of that package was a caveat or a mechanism or a uh, 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 a a policy which 
was designed to to ensure that small businesses and vulnerable people would get the aid that they need ahead of large businesses and the the, the millionaires and the billionaires and the the wealthy people in society and those who are always ahead but what happened was that many of these people still end up didn't getting the help that they needed say for example i had a business the neoliberal corporation and when i started the neoliberal corporation in april i couldn't access i couldn't open a bank account at first it was difficult to open up a bank account because many of the banks that i had approached say uh made it difficult for me to open an account because they thought that i was opening an account so that i can access the stimulus or the 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 funds that were given to the banks to administer in a sense and to distribute the funds but the banks it by the time i was able to finally open up a bank account the funding had dried up so many persons the thing is the requirement to access certain benefits in society also also prevents these individuals vulnerable peoples in society and vulnerable vulnerable peoples and countries in society from get, getting access to the aid and the support and the benefit they need to in order to to move them along and to and ahead or so that they can be a meaningful and a relevant and an effective contributor and competitor in this race of life and i have said that this society is complex society is complex and it is and it is selectively so designed to be so so that it is difficult to see how the arrangements and the systems and the and and and, and the modus operandi of society how it creates poverty and inequality and and how it affects people's lives it's difficult to sort through that and even when you create opportunities to help the red tape and the policies and the requirements are insurmountable to some people it's difficult to to meet those requirements and by the time they actually end up meeting the requirements it's too late there there are more requirements or newer requirements or the funding and the aid and the support that was available is no longer on the table so that's part of the problem so as a society we have to continue to 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 speak with people on the ground to find out what they are feeling and what they are going through so that as a society we can work together to to resolve and these issues and these challenges but if society if society or the few in society who also part form part of the power base and the power block in society continue to make it difficult or continue to 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 ensure that they hold on to where they are in life and their competitive advantage then society will continue to operate the way that it it is it operates and then we will continue to sell a facade of this dream this 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 dream in where anyone who works hard can realize it but you don't work hard and get where you are working hard is important but there are 
but when society is set up the way that it is set up it's very important for you to for us to understand the inner workings of society so not just for us to work hard at something but to also understand understand it at its metaphysical level so that we can know how to work through the complexities of life to get where we need to go and there are some people and so I, I, I created this but one of the things that I I am against is privilege as I said and position and I I, I reference Gramsci in many of my writings about this 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 intellectualism or where only only some people believe that they have access to 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 critical thinking and analytical thought and and so on and so forth and it is set up in such a way that only certain a few have access everywhere in society there is always a few this connectionism and water talked about this connectionism in society this 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 and this if you and he studies he writes about the economic history the economic economic labor history of america and he looks at how this drive to to form unions certain unions and or corporations and or uh, a selective group and then how those selective groups develop credentials to enter those groups and the and and the credentials are set up are really walls that set up to keep people out so that they can protect the few that is within that particular group that's 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 a problem for society that we have to sort through as well another thing that we have to sort through in society is you know we we talk about um we talk about um president biden well but sorry we talk about this ukraine russian war and what's going on in ukraine and russia and president and we we have been hammering home and driving home the need for the west and for the world to acquiesce to um president to president zelensky's uh request asking for the world to close the airspace and to also protect their airspace by providing the necessary planes and jets and the artillery and the equipment so that they can protect their airspace and the the you the, the and nato and the west are saying that they cannot do that they they will not do that they will not close first of all they were slow to apply actions and they still have connections with russia and in some instances some of these connections are so deep and entrenched that it's as if they cannot do without russian products and russian goods and russian services and russian business because if some of these european countries were to do without russian oil and rush and europe europe actually 80% of the oil that 80% of europe's oil come from russia so you you want you can understand the problems that they are going through but the the problem is people you human beings have a tendency to wait until it is too late to do things Europe already understands Putin and Russia and they still they still up to today after Russia went to Crimea and after Russia went into several other European countries after serve after Russian aggression and intimidation in the world they are still 80% of Russia of of oil and fuel come our energy comes from Russia that makes that is absolutely ridiculous it it tells you that the lead our government our leaders are weak need and they lack vision it tells us that they are ambivalent they are against putin and his ideology but yet they take his oil and in fact to the point where they are dependent on it but yet still they are speaking against him and now they are their hands are tied 
then so you know the, I'm, I'm making a point here people set up walls in their lives people set up rules develop rules and and that they can't jump over that they cannot or that oftentimes pose a problem for people NATO NATO developed uh, uh, NATO developed a policy with the Soviet countries and they are going to abide by that by 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 article 5 or whatever article or agreements that came up after after the breakup of the Soviet um, Union and so on and okay there was an agreement where all the European countries and decided which uh, the few European countries that were initially part of the NATO so that they would form a union to protect against Russian aggression and of course NATO has has brought in other countries Poland and even some other con- former Soviet countries which Russia is Russia is against and of course Russia is against that they are upset about that but and Russia keeps and Putin keeps reminding NATO and the other Western countries and European countries not to break their agreement not to get involved in this war yet the thing is Russia has broken every single rule Putin has broken every single rule every single rule Putin has broken every single rule with his aggressions and intimidations in the world yet the West the West is expected is expected to abide by certain rules that is what we call far far pharisaicalism do as i say but not as i do or do as we agree upon but i won't don't don't bind me or hold me to that because the law is not a shackle for putin the law is not a shackle but for the west it must be you see that's that's what we're talking about when it comes that's an issue of power there is the power dynamic in the the dynamic in the the dynamics in the world where some people that we're talking about privilege putin must privilege a particular position and decision but the west should not the west should not break their rule the west should not uh, close the ears come to ukraine aid by by closing the airspace the west should not uh protect ukraine's airspace by by providing jets and planes because they don't want to violate article 5 or to violate any agreement yet putin is violating a human ethic the highest ethic he's destroying lives no agreement there is no agreement that is higher than the highest ethic the highest ethic that we have is to preserve life no agreement that nato has with putin trumps that particular ethic that we have and that particular rule of thumb and that particular value to preserve life So that is where I stand on the issue. And this is what we when we talk about the issue of power and privilege where some people want to privilege a particular position. Do you know we we talk about pharisaicalism. When I talk about pharisaicalism, a set of Jews, a set of Jews. Okay? In the time of Jesus. About let's say 100 AD. or CE or during that time a, 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 Jew, a Jewish sect the Pharisees they were said to be erudite and strict and they applied the law however 
they did not live by the same law that they were strict about. It was a different law. And you see, and that continues in society today. Privilege and position and power. And some people want to and to control a certain narrative. And say, for example, we talk about social media, which is the social media is the greatest victory for peoples in the world. For peoples in the world who are marginalized. It's the greatest victory in the world because now nobody can control the narrative. No one, one person or group of people can control information because knowledge is power. Information is powerful. You see what's happening in Russia. You see what's happening in China, in some of these socialist countries, or and, and I'm not gonna call them communist countries and I'm not gonna call them socialist countries. I'm gonna call them totalitarian countries. There's a difference between totalitarianism and what is meant by communism and socialism. Because socialism wasn't supposed to be a kind of a despotic kind of government. Shouldn't have a des, despotic or totalitarianism. In fact, you can have socialism in capitalism. And we also argue that capitalism itself is no longer the capitalism we understand. Capitalism is no longer about hard work and saving and so on. It's not no longer about the Protestant ethic. Again, it's about greed and nepotism and connectionism. And we talked about that a bit. We referenced that a bit just now. It's about connectionism and greed. So when we when so so you have to look at the whole issue of power and this dynamic in the world, privilege and power, and it's just this constant. When you look, if you look at you look you study history and you look at history, you look even look you study current trends and the dynamics of peoples in the world. So we say capitalism is is about nepotism now. Socialism and so on is not, and, and communism is not socialism and communism, it's totalitarianism, where a few, a few people, a few politicians make up the status quo. A few politicians make up the elite group. So, you know, so when people, it's, it's, when people talk about communism, you talk about China and some of these countries have, what they have is, where is, 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 is a kind of capitalism based on ego, a kind of capitalism based on, on greed and, or, or power and so on. But their, 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 their greed is power. Maybe not in the West, probably. They may, some people may say it's more about uh, materialism and so on. And while other people may see may, China and Russia and these countries publish more, the greed is that is power. Or this drive to rule or to be dominant. So, and, and then within societies, there are groups who are racing, are competing with each other in, on a racial basis, based on the color of skin. So you see the confusion and the, the that's how, you see you see what's going on in, you see the problems. Uh, the neo, neoliberal is about serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. So you know, so today's episode and it's gonna be we're gonna have we're gonna feature we're gonna feature voices from the streets, and we're gonna listen. We're gonna we wanna hear. I want to take, we are taking this converse, this, this medium and this platform, the neoliberal round, to the streets. Not just to the academics, and not just to the professionals in the boardrooms, and the, 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 the commentators and the analysts on, on major news platforms and so on. But we want to see, we want to understand, we want to, we want to find, we want to find out what is, what's, what is the pul- what's the pulse of the street the beat what's the beat on the road what 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 are people playing what are people saying how do people feel and you know i part of my work part of my job is to engage people i am always on the road i'm always on the street meeting people and ga- i find it very anthropological i find it very and you know i 
I am doing a doctor of liberal studies at, at, at Georgetown now. And, uh, but before that, I was at Penn, and I did two masters at Penn, a master of liberal arts and then a master of philosophy, but, but within the liberal arts field. And I really appreciate the, I, this liberal arts. Liberal arts is about, when we talk about liberal studies or liberal arts, it is interdisciplinary, man. It, it looks at issues of ethics and human value. Human value and ethics. And so it is very important for us to understand what is going on in society. How are people thinking? And sometimes it is, it, is, it is the youth, it is the young people, it's the people in community that, is, that they are the ones that will change society. And their ideas are different. Their ideas about society and, and how people, people should relate. And, you know, in you know, Russia, if you, I, recently I shared an episode where I talked about what's going on in Russia. And the older people, the older population in Russia think differently than the younger population. The younger ones, are, they are just concerned about the brand names not being in Russia anymore. While the people, they don't care for the war. They don't know. They don't care. They, they are indifferent to it. While uh, they don't know what's going on, uh, they, they just want to ensure that they have what they have, um, the brand names. And while the older people are more concerned about the, uh, uh, say, well, Russia, it, you know, I mean, Ukraine, sorry, um, Putin is on a world-saving mission, um, and so on and so forth. And this is and this is needed for Russia. And Russia will bounce back, and so on and so forth. So you find that there is, but the the young people. In, but what is happening is that the older people think that the society is getting away from them, the values, because now young people they are not thinking of in terms of race anymore. They're not thinking about, but you know, they are thinking. They are all. There is this 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 newness there is this freshness amongst the young people moving away from and so society is doing everything they can by banning uh critical race theory and 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 so on and so forth and going and even going to war and going and to attack the capital and so on that's what they but the younger generation they are they are partying in clubs with one another and so on and so forth it's a different society society and so what is going on now is the the the, the, the old society's intention between the old values and the new values, while at the same time, in terms of those, the old want to hold on to, it's trying to hold on to racism, hold on to classism, hold on to the other in society, while the younger people are moving away from that, in a sense. You find that um, there was a recent report that shows that young people are changing the way we think about work now. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's young people or if it's with a mix of COVID and so on and so forth. But young people, they want more flexibility. People today want more flexibility at work because because of the way of the world. The world is changing as well. The way we think about the world. The fact, if people can work remotely, why do we need to go into the office every day? You know, those they are asking those questions. The, the young people are now being are very are, are very utilitarian. They're asking about the utility of things, or or the sensicality. They ask, what sense does that make? In a sense, you know, in a sense, we may not see them as rational and philosophical, but in a sense, they are. And so that is one of the. So in a sense, the, the hope of society lies with young people. Because they are the ones that are moving away from ism, racism, and so and the older people or the though the or the older people, the older population demographic, they are the ones who are trying to 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 put things in place and laws and so on to end to prevent the the evolution of society, so to speak. But we want and so I said I want to hear what's going on. You know, people you know the young people don't think about you know, they don't quote plato or socrates anymore you know they're talking about little baby little wayne jay-z yes polo g nas so on and so forth little dirk you know Zasusa, and those those are the people they are listening to nba young boy or young boy you know, mass, uh, uh, you know, the masses or a lot of the people, you know, a lot of the young people, a lot of the people in society today, they are more aware of, 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 
of this fat culture and what and what is important is what these people have to say and they can quote little baby and little wayne and, and jay-z and so on and so forth but they cannot tell you and they can't and they don't understand things or they don't understand somebody they don't understand and of course the way in which society is structured today it is structured based on these old english and old uh, certain values which is sometimes the way people talk today and the language people use simpler terms to communicate so it's easy to miss things as well but even if you go back if you delve into history and look at the try to understand how people in a certain as you as you look at how English has changed and how English has evolved over time the lang English and language as a whole has have changed languages because life is about people and how we communicate and as as our the way in which we communicate as as that changed so language changed to fit the way in which we communicate and so on and so forth and and it is especially in today's society with social media and so on which access to information and so on so people in society have a lot to say and there are so and there's there are lots of interesting perspectives and we want to hear what people have to say and so we're going to be carrying episodes where we randomly join conversations and engage people and we will and we will show it and we will and we'll showcase that to you because it's it's quite a, a, an interesting catalog or a, a, a montage or a collage of, of of people and their ideas and their thoughts and so on so there are two conversations I want to share with you today. One I had with a lady by the name of Lisa. And it was quite refreshing talking to her and sharing with her about power and the dynamic of society and so on and so forth. That's a clean conversation. Then I had uh, another conversation with, uh, with a group of individuals, an impromptu discussion, a rap session, a chill session, so to speak. So the conversation, which is... It's, it's not clean it has some some explicit language in there so i want to so i apologize for the explicit language um uh, there, i think there's only one instant and the, you might hear the word nigger being called but it's it's quite funny it's quite hu- there's a lot of humor in there in in in, in these but it's called and we're gonna we're gonna call it the uh the the pulse of the street or the the beat on the streets so this episode is called the beat on the streets and it was this was a long introduction i did not intend to 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 begin this uh podcast episode by speaking for 33 minutes i was only supposed to speak for five to ten minutes and then introduce the um the the two segments which are actually two separate recordings two separate takes where i was uh one take was just done to, just a few minutes ago an hour two hours ago where I had someone in my car and we had a discussion about issues of power and we talk about information and she share and she talk she shares a passion about her community you know and what she wants to happen in Philadelphia and it's it's quite powerful and I hope you guys get to hear that and then I had a conversation with a group of young men uh who were actually hanging and uh and it was quite it's quite interesting it's quite funny you've got to hear it they are talking about uh we were talking about neoliberalism globalization income inequality poverty and resistance and uh it was quite funny it was quite humorous it was quite relaxing so um i you know i probably may have to uh create a, to another episode to present that but i want to share that with you so this episode we're talking about beats and on the, the beat on the street and and we're going to lift up conversations in discussions we're having with individuals and how they feel the first one i'm, I'm rapping with somebody in uh and this with lisa and we are both talking you she's gonna be a bit faded but um she is clear and she should be clear enough for you to hear her and then of course and she might make some assertions but these are perspectives so please excuse any anything that she might say that you may not agree with and she makes certain assertions and assumptions but um it's all in the in 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 the 
within the whole atmosphere of of, of sharing and talking with each other and uh it's impromptu she we have we you know she let her hair down in a sense and uh it's chill and we we want to reveal some chill time with you guys so um here we go and we're going to be having several of these conversations so here we go thank you so much and we the next uh conversation you hear would be the conversation i'm having with lisa and then after that the next segment is going to be a conversation i'm having with a group of people at a at a impromptu rap chill session talking about all things neoliberalism and globalization thank you so much and see you in one second sexism i mean things like that there's so many i actually wrote an article that says the world now has two more global challenges mm-hmm. you know the world now has two more global challenges in addition mm. to china and russia sorry in addition to racism yeah sexism uh-huh. classism and so on the world now has the issue of russia and china but all of that stems from the issue of power uh-huh. that power yeah. and you know so and then people who are trying to maintain power or increase power or uh-huh. expand power yeah. they use tools or strategies yeah. now so classism racism all these are tools, tools yeah. so so if there if a society is not based on race mm-hmm. then they use class exactly if it's not based on class then they pull for something else sex exactly or gender gender yeah so you know or or if it's not based on that then they use something else mm-hmm. denominational differences or religion yeah, so right. i'm telling you all these things can be utilized as strategies mm-hmm. in the world and that's why i said you know first of all you said that somebody said one of your bosses said that he doesn't believe in um yeah, god yeah. believe in god and i said to you you know he is not that he doesn't believe in god he doesn't believe what people or human create human ideas about god or what mm-hmm. we have what we created. He used to go to yeah. church with mom because he had a lot of brothers and sisters. Parents would tell them take yes. him to church and all, but I don't know what did he have an event in his life that made him decide, yes. oh, there's no God. You know, because some people can feel as though they have an incident that happened to them. Yes. And then that makes them say, well, if this happened, there can't be no God. You know, yes. that kind of thing. You know, people can go through a lot of strife in their lives. Uh-huh. So they think because they went through so much strife and turmoil that there's no God. Yes. Because if there were, he wouldn't allow it or he pulled them about it. Right. That is true. That is true. But we all are going to have something. Yes. Stress or something. We're all going through something. Yeah. That's just life. I tell my son that. Life throws you curveballs. But you know how... You know, earlier I did a podcast and I was talking about how we are conditioned to think in categories. In fact, um, I think I go by a theme. Uh, my tagline is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And I think the challenges, the challenge we have in society is a challenge of life because life is about people and how people relate, how people communicate. So the problem, the challenges in society is one of, of, of human dynamics and how we relate. And I was tell and I was talking about and so I, I often say what is the ultimate of all things? The ultimate of all things is that we live as one mm-hmm. with all of our individuality, mm-hmm. with all of our differences, you know, and but the thing is when when we come together as people, that is powerful. That is That's the most right. powerful thing. But when we have a society where you are filling out application, they ask you, what is your race? What is your ethnicity? Yeah. You know, they ask you all these things. Mm-hmm. I believe it is strategic. I, it is conditioning I us. Or they say that the government is keeping, um, what they call, not tabs, but um, I can't think of the word. Like they just want to get a feel so they claim. Or how many blacks apply for this, or how many women apply for this, or how many disabled? Well, I mean, I call, I, to be honest, they said that it's also helped to determine how to dispense or to distribute services in mm-hmm. communities. Say, for example, you know, you know how many, how many um, demographically, how many black persons live That's in a society, right. how many white persons live in a society, mm-hmm. um, how many people, uh, and so on and so forth. But, um, but that so so that they can now distribute the 
the services in society mm-hmm. based on race. But, I, well, but I, I mean, think if anything, that would help. They'd limit what they would do in the black communities because I think a lot of them think because some blacks are ignorant, not all, but, but they they kind of think we all just don't care or don't deserve, and so we get tossed aside. Yes. A lot of black people do care and uh-huh. do want to improve, want to do better. Yes. But we're more we're more likely to be we're. White folks are more economically, politically, educationally, and everything, and socially advantaged than we are. So let's say you got three quarters of black people that want to, let's say this neighborhood, and and build it up, better it, make it more of, um, you know, have more economic impact. Their hands are tied behind their back because poverty. You know, when you're poor, that's powerlessness. Yes. But you got three-fourths of it, but the other fourth is ignorant and uncouth and running around doing dumb stuff and destroying uh-huh. the neighborhood. Yes. So to the outsiders, they think we're all like that. Mm. I mean, I can't think of three people, even if I had myself, if I had $100,000, let's go invest and do like this. Yes. We also don't have. It's just like, even if we came into money, yes. we don't have the same connects that white people had. Yes. So it's, it's, it's different. You know, we need somebody to come and help us more somebody i wish somebody would come forth and try to educate us more yeah i say if i can try to learn more about investing you know knowledge is power I'll spread the word knowledge is power and knowledge uh, is knowledge is power and if you look throughout if you look throughout the history mm-hmm. of the world man has and the men has sought to hide the truth yeah. From say for example, if you look at in religion, if you look at the church, yeah. the Bible was was written in at first was written in Latin, mm-hmm. was trans was in Latin, and so only the papacy and the nobles, mm-hmm. and people who could read and write, and only a few people were able or were, were given the opportunity to read and write and mm-hmm. read and write Latin, and when and if people could read and write English. That didn't help them because the Bible was in Latin. Exactly. You know what I mean? And when the Bible was, when people were trying to translate the Bible now mm-hmm. from Latin to a more, to something that is more understandable, to mm-hmm. English, to a language that everybody could understand, there was a problem. Because in fact, the Bible was translated from Latin to French. Mm-hmm. And then from, um, well, actually from Greek to Latin to mm-hmm. French and um, so on. But it was deliberate. Yeah. Even the slaves, they did not want, they didn't want slaves to learn to read and write. No, because they had their own language. They didn't know the slaves, didn't know the land, they didn't know the language. They were helpless and powerless when they brought them over here. So that, yeah, that is why when I see people in communities and Mm -hmm. people, cities, people want to say, oh, I'm not interested in learning about the government. I don't want to know what, oh, that's too much. They don't want to get involved in their government, in Mm -hmm. their politics. And so on and so forth. Yep. They don't understand. This is also part of the strategy. They don't want people. Yes. They don't want people to know anything. Exactly. You know, because once people know, then it's power. They can. Exactly. And people, and you know, as people, mm-hmm. African Americans who are now able to read and write, who mm-hmm. now have access, why is it that they wouldn't want to? be more involved in in, in, in what's going on in school like and kids. academics and so on i say that too when I it's part of the you would the think pl- if anything like i tell people blacks should want to strive even harder because of yes because it was part of the plan for us not to know everything so that we wouldn't advance didn't have a choice precisely choice. yes you know and this is quite interesting yeah, we will have, have to... a choice now yes but, the, but um your ancestors didn't so i don't understand that either that is so true yeah. That's Samuel Jackson. But can I share my can I share something with you guys? Um, well, I mean, neoliberalism, the book, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance. It's like no, just one minute, but I'd like to introduce my book. Yeah. One minute, yeah, okay. No, two minutes. But <laughs> Damn, oh, yeah, but I like to introduce no, but but wait, wait, I'd like I, and, I, and I'm gonna record this actually. I'd like to introduce my book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance. It's a three hundred and thirty-five page academic book 
that was published. Right, yeah, wait, wait, no, please. That was published. Is it 330? No, I'm not gonna read the book. Oh. I let me introduce it, but let me know what um, if it's if it speaks to you, you know. But I said so I'd like to introduce my book, Neoliberalism, which is a 330 feet. Neo who? Neo- Neoliberalism Globalization. I'm gonna talk like one of those niggas. What the fuck did he just say? <laughs> okay, no. Did neo- you just call me a nigga? <laughs> Neoliberalism. Neo- oh, 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 I'm a neo nigga. Neo liberalism. What the hell is a neo nigga? Neoliberalism is actually two words. It's neo, which is neo. Liberal means free. And ism is always the study of. So it's the study of new. Free I don't know thing. that. So it's really a strategy. Neoliberalism is really, it's really but a strategy. In this country, there is no new free. In this country, it's just no, new slavery. No, neoliberalism is a strategy. It's a strategy. Okay, because in this the country, strategy. you know, this country I, is nothing but new slavery. And that's what neoliberalism... is a new form of neo- slavery. Right, right. That's what neoliberalism does. It mental looks, slavery. It looks at... Mental, it's a emotional, strategy. and financial slavery. But, but, but anyway, but it's a 335 page academic book that was published last year does it stress those three issues that um, I just mentioned um it speaks to all of that but upon its release you gotta hear this it was number one in two categories deconstructivist philosophy and critical and de- deconstructionist history I'm Ronaldo McKenzie a resident of Philadelphia and is originally from the global south I left Jamaica over 10 years ago and completed research at the prestigious Ivy League College University of Pennsylvania and from my research, I have produced an academic non-fiction book that I'd like to promote with my community. Neoliberalism was part of my research project at the University of Penn, and I worked with some of the top minds at Penn to complete this thesis that I've published in a book. The book explores issues of diversity, black history, and globalization as it affects people of the global south and those in the diaspora and marginal communities. It is an interdisciplinary book that is passionate, exciting, and different as it is not only a coherent research project that presents and interprets data and statistics, but contains several discussions and blogs, papers, and narratives that can be interpreted interpreted as anthropological at best. Neoliberalism is two books in one. It is enti- in, its, and in its entirety. It is, it is a critical examination and analysis of history, philosophy, politics, economics, and resistance in relation to the U.S., Jamaica, other countries, and the world. Part A provides a case study of how that is done. Part B analyzes the efficacy of the people's response to discrimination and and hegemony, which is systematic. Now, of course, the book has been reviewed by Kirko's Reviews, and you can check that. It's also been reviewed by the online book club. It's been reviewed. It's, there's also a, a reviewer that posted their review on YouTube. And there's also one that I'd like to lift up. And just so you know, the acclaimed book critic, the acclaimed book critic, Reading Roses, an affiliate of Amazon Services, confessed that she could not stop from reading the book to the end once she had started due to the passionate manner in which the author, yours truly, presented the arguments, which was one of the reasons they loved most about the book. And Kirkhouse Review, one of the Kirkhouse Reviewers said that the book is an erudite economic analysis and welcome perspective. But listen to what Martin, Professor Martin Oppenheimer says. And Professor Martin Oppenheimer has written several books. He's the author of several groundbreaking works, including The Hate, The Hate Handbook. Uh, he critiques that the book is very good my book, Neoliberalism, and that it, and that its treatment of black nationalism and Marcus Garvey in the context of the globalized economy is unique and really a brand new interpretation. That's Professor Martin Oppenheimer, Emerita, he's a professor emeritus at Rutgers University, Rutgers, and he's, and he's a writer and retired professor of Penn. Now, I would be honored, yes. Is this supposed to be your resume? No, no, no. I'm sharing with you, the with my people, the, my community, so you're the book. No, no, no. But I would be no, not teach. no, no, not that at all. I'm just sharing with you and my fans, and I would be honored to discuss the book with all of you. I mean, uh, and and I'm hoping to explore opportunities with anyone who is interested in, in exploring issues of power, neoliberalism, income inequality, poverty, resistance, pan-Africa, community development, and the philosophy of the foundations of religion and Western societies. The book is available in all, in all formats, all over the world, via Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, etc. 
It's available in, in various platforms and can be obtained through our Ingram Spark printers or directly from the author via ebay.com slash R-E-N-M-C-K-E-9-0. So, Ronaldo, who is the target population? I continue to study and report on Philadelphia, Jamaica. Now, I'm telling you this. I am answering the question. I am answering your question. Okay. That's a very good question. I, I told you that I am interested in issues of power and position nearly, but it's so wonderful. And I said to you, I continue to study and report on Philadelphia, Jamaica, the Caribbean, the diaspora, black and brown peoples in the U.S. and the world, exposing the dynamics. Well, this is diaspora. Yes, um, which includes everywhere. Exposing the dynamics of society that continue inequality or inequity and injustices. Yes? So, yes. So, the book is... I mean, I'm being honest. I said to you in a podcast recently that, you know, some of the Russians, they are... They think that they believe the lie that mm-hmm. Putin is selling them. You know why? Because they're, they're only interested in H&M and Berkshire. We're in Berkshire. Like some of our people say, oh, I, oh I'm not political. And that's, and at the end of the day, whatever decisions your politicians make will affect you. Um, listen, the Chinese, not all Chinese are communists and believe in some of those totalitarian nonsense and so on, whatever you might believe. Mm-hmm. But all Chinese are branded like that. Because people allow their leaders, because people are too indifferent and aloof. So, so, so this, my book and my, and my, my role in life. I was using this weapon is a way to continue to the scrutiny because our leaders must feel the scrutiny of the people so that they can't blink they can't think that oh I can cheat I can do the X Y you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. because they when people are blind that is when those who are in power continue to create strategies that when it is too late look at Putin yes. Mm-hmm. 